I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Kicking Inner Critics to the Curb Have you come face-to-face and acknowledged your inner critic? You know who that is, don't you? It's the little person inside you who hears, you look so pretty today, and responds with, really, my hair is so dirty. Or she hears, I felt so ministered to by your article, and replies, I wish I'd spent more time on it. Your inner critic lives to squelch your confidence and hinder progression of your goals. Earlier this year, I'd had enough of my inner critic. She was really trying to shut me down in all kinds of debilitating ways. My first step to shutting her down involved identifying the source of her material. You might already know who the diabolical culprit is. Yep, it's Satan. He wants to tear you and I to pieces. I used to dismiss that kind of talk until my proverbial body parts were littered all over the bedrock of his lies. I used to believe those characterizations were exaggerated, but in fact, they are not. Don't be as naive as I was, my friends. Peter learned all about the prowling lion the hard way. In one moment, he was professing his dying love for the Son of the living God, and 24 hours later, he denied even knowing him. You may have had Peter-like moments that blindsided you, too. I know I have. But one solid lesson we can learn from Peter is that he didn't surrender to the inner critic, even if he'd lost a battle or two. Aside from putting the battle versus war scenario into perspective, I did a few other things. Every time I heard some of the negative talk start to bubble up in my brain, I racked my brain to bring forth a Bible verse. When I see, inner critic, tried to tell me I wasn't pretty enough for FB Live or that I needed professional makeup and wardrobes, I summoned the truths of Matthew 6, 28-29. Consider the lilies of the field. Even Solomon in his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And when Satan tried to whisper to me about my inadequacy— I reminded myself that God equips the called. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. Indeed, I'm only the equipment operator when I partner with God in His kingdom work. Finally, as we face the giants of our inner critics, we can remind ourselves of the royal lineage of which we are a part. Jesus Himself reminds us that we are a part of a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, Set apart so we may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We are treasured, privileged, and commissioned to do great works only in and through God himself. May we embrace the joy and wonder of who God is and who we can be in and through him today and every day. And I'd like to read an excerpt from my book, The Trap Door, Dodging Self-Esteem Barbs, The Unworthiness Trap. How we view ourselves involves a delicate dance. We should strive to be self-actualized, meaning we should aim to achieve our full potential through creativity, independence, spontaneity, and a grasp of the real world as it pertains to our place in it. Keeping our own view in check is like trying to fill a balloon with enough helium to help it rise, but taking care not to overfill so as to cause it to pop. Paul talks about self-estimation in Romans 12.3. He warns them not to think more of themselves than they ought, but also encourages them 
to think of themselves with sober judgment. Just as sober judgment protects against a too high opinion of ourselves, it also guards against an unrealistic sense of unworthiness that may plague us from time to time. Overinflated perceptions are easier to spot than underinflated estimations in others and even in ourselves at times, but they are equally detrimental to our spiritual growth and effectiveness as kingdom workers. The enemy loves to fuel the fire of feelings of unworthiness. He does this by reminding us of the worst of our sins, which is a trap in itself since God views all sins equally and we are all new creations in Christ, perpetually redeemed and sanctified when we confess wrongdoing and accept his gracious forgiveness. Another way Satan tries to undermine our self-esteem is by reminding us via negative talk about how inferior we are. I know plenty of people who feel too unworthy even to come to the Lord in prayer. They ask others to pray for them, not because they want more prayer warriors on their cause, but because they think individuals more righteous than they are will have a better chance at gaining the favorable answers they seek. Feelings of unworthiness needlessly distance us from a God who sacrificed his son to build the life-giving bridge that links us to him through his unfathomable grace. These negative feelings also tend to stagnate us from moving on to the next step in leadership or even participatory roles in ministries. Fortunately, God's Word offers a cornucopia of verses to help fill our cups when they feel drip dry to us. We are the apple of God's eye, as recorded in Zechariah 2.8. In Luke 12.7, we read that even the hairs on our heads are numbered. God took great care to fashion us, and He oversees our lives according to His will with His plans and purposes in mind. Striving to maintain an unbiased view of our talents, motives, and abilities, balanced with a healthy realization of where they all come from and should remain rooted, helps us understand ourselves and makes us of optimum use to God. I've had great success taping such promises onto my medicine cabinet to view them daily. Journaling verses about God's love can also remind us of our true worth in His eyes. And the keys to kingdom living are, fill your balloon with the precious pearls of God's word, verses that remind you of his love for you, so you will defy gravity and soar. And the doorpost is, therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Hebrews 10, 35. Thank you for tuning in today to his GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Plan Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi-monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.